Your hosts are here, Sammy and Michelle. By the end of this podcast, you'll know them well. Adulting, navigating the journey of life. Careers to relationships, pain and strife. Put down the rule book. Rethink the status quo. If there's another direction you want to go, find purpose, passion and mastery in all that you do with Status Post Adulting. Hey, Status Post Adulting family. This is Sammy and Michelle. And you're listening to the 103rd episode of Status Post Adulting, where we are talking about the gift of being misunderstood. Ah, yes. I didn't misunderstand you, Sammy. That's 103 episodes. We are really getting up there now. We really are. I'm also excited about this topic, Sammy, because we first heard this idea, giving yourself the gift of being misunderstood, from Jillian Johnsrud. She was on Justin David Carl's podcast, Alchemize Life. When I heard her say this, giving yourself the gift of being misunderstood, it really resonated with me. It really helped me rethink how I'm approaching a lot of things in my life. And when I say this to other people, I find that there's also something that clicks. And so we wanted to talk about it today, this idea, and just bring you guys into this new world, giving yourself the gift of being misunderstood. It's so true, Michelle. I think we are literally taught that people should understand us. People, we need to make sure that people know what we're thinking, and know our intentions are good. And because of that, we want to qualify everything. We want everything to come out perfectly. We want everything to come off perfectly. And Jillian Johnsruth really gives us the permission to just be ourselves. And it doesn't matter if people don't get you. And this allows us to be super authentic. Exactly, Sammy. And I don't know if this has always been a problem. I do think in the world of the internet, and there being so many visible critics online. I know I have felt before concerned about how I'm coming off or what I'm saying or almost overthinking things to a point of paralyzing yourself. And it's just so not worth it. And so we are here to pass along this gift of letting yourself be misunderstood every now and then. It's so true, Michelle. With social media, it's like you can never really be even alone. So you're constantly worrying about what other people are thinking. And this just gives you the freedom to let it go. I mean, Sammy, I don't know if you remember, we had our own incident with our one and only troll. Our one and only known troll. (laughs) All the other trolls are good. They're keeping it behind our back. (laughs) But this woman on our Instagram, we had shared a clip where we were talking about how we thought the Jesus statue in our church was a little bit inappropriate. And we were making jokes about it, but she came after us in our comments. She like wrote like multiple comments. These girls, she emphasized girls because we are very young looking. I can only assume. She said little girls too. In case we didn't get it the first time. (laughs) And she said, you should read the Bible. You know, it was weird. It's not the troll I would have (laughs) expected. Yeah, she was pretty off base about everything she was talking about. (laughs) She had no idea what was going on with our podcast. (laughs) But, you know, I think we appreciate that. She heard a clip. She doesn't listen to the podcast. She doesn't know us. Like, she's going to go on in her life. And so that is a good example, I think, of just letting someone be out there and be like, you know what? This person thinks this of us. We're going to let it go. Not to mention our friends went after her in the comments, which, you know, you got to like your, you got, you got to like your Detroit friends. (laughs) You got to let your people handle it. Yes. Which is not the message of this podcast. No. (laughs) 
It's not <laughs> give yourself the gift of being misunderstood and find a crew that will take care of it for you. <laughs> I really like this message, Sammy. I think it comes up frequently with people who are wanting to put stuff online. So for example, for me, when I started writing online, even though we already had this podcast that was out in the world, I was thinking like, hey, if I talk about things that are a little bit more, not controversial, but have two sides to it, I find that when I was writing, especially my first draft, I would try to handle every single critique and I would think about my haters and I would write to my critics. And that's just, I find that writing and that type of content so exhausting. I think a lot of people probably do because you don't even get to the meat of what this person is trying to say because they're like, I know people are going to say this and I know people are going to say that. And you're like, I, now I'm thinking all these things when in reality, I just want to understand your side. And so for me, when I was approaching my writing, I think that every time I put something out into the world, I'm like, you know what? This is true and authentic to me. These are my feelings. And I'm going to put it out in the world. And if somebody misunderstands it, that's okay. This is now exited my realm and I'm giving it to the public. I don't want to paralyze myself from doing things because I'm so afraid about what other people think. It's true, Michelle. I do notice a lot of writers, a lot of bloggers or podcasters, sometimes even after they've been doing it for a long time, it almost happens even more then. But they are literally creating so much qualifying content, which is just for their haters. The thing is, the haters probably like listen to like one minute or even less of the whole <laughs> podcast or even read like maybe a paragraph or the title of the article. And then they have comments. Meanwhile, you, the people who are your true fans, they just want the content as vulnerably, as authentically as you can present it because that's what they resonate with. So sometimes by trying to make ourselves more understandable for the people who were never going to understand us anyway, we end up making it more difficult to bring in those people who do get us. It's so true, Sammy. I think that's why it's really the gift of being misunderstood. It's a present. Like, let it go. Like, if people will misunderstand you. People will think things about you that might not be right, good or bad. And it's just nice to, like, let those things go. Because people's external thoughts about you never define you, even if it's positive, even if it's negative. I find this to be really true on my spiritual and authenticity journey. As you all may know from previous podcasts, my number one value is spirituality, based on the values quiz, which we can link again. But yeah, my number one value is spirituality, and this year, probably the last two to three years, maybe ever since I found out about FIRE, I've been getting really more in tune with my spirituality and more authentic. And not everybody gets it. Sometimes I perceive that people don't get it, and sometimes people really don't get it. And I had to learn to be okay with that. I think that's true, Sammy, because no matter what we do, there's always going to be two sides. There's always going to be people who resonate with whatever you're speaking about or whatever you're putting out into the world. And then there are going to be people who they're just different than you. They don't see things the same way as you do. And it's interesting. I think the biggest way that my spirituality has changed me is it has made me so that especially when I'm out with other people or when I'm in larger settings, I don't feel like I have to be like this gregarious person who's always entertaining people all the time or just getting along with people. I think we are all trained and all taught to 
really be likable and get along with people and be agreeable. And that has a place and that has value. And I think throughout your life, it always will have value. But I do think there are seasons of your life where you have to let go of that and start to be more authentic to yourself. I actually feel the same way, Sammy. I think that's so true. Like, I feel like in my journey, especially like understanding my identity and dealing with my ego, I've come to realize like I have a few different chips on my shoulder, one of which is being perceived as fun. I think because I'm pretty quiet and I usually like warm up to people. Sometimes in the past, I used to worry like, oh, like I need to be extra fun and I need to drink and be excited and party so people know I'm fun. And now I don't really care about that as much because I find that I still get along with the people that really understand me and appreciate me for me. And because of that, I attract a like-minded community. I'm not pretending or overcompensating in one way and actually attracting things that I don't really value. Exactly. And I completely agree. I think when I was less authentic to myself and more agreeable, like I had tons of people around me and they were all good people, don't get me wrong, but they weren't necessarily people that I aligned with values-wise or spiritually. And so I didn't feel that like spiritual growth. But then as I became more spiritual, you know, I, I do things like set stronger boundaries. So I might not be willing to stay out late or eat food that I don't want to eat or drink when I don't want to drink. I'm not going to be willing to do those things because I'm trying to take care of myself and I don't want to be tired. I'm not going to pretend to be entertaining when I'm tired because if I'm tired, I'm just going to be myself who's tired. I don't want to fake it just to make someone else happy and then literally just drain myself even more. And sometimes it can even be harder to participate in more shallow conversations. That's something I noticed. I do find value in shallow conversations. Like I do think small talk and stuff has a place. And especially when meeting new people and stuff, it can make things just easier to like blend and get along. But sometimes being more spiritual, being more authentic now, I kind of get like sick of just having small talk with people who I'm supposed to be like super close with. I'm like, why aren't we talking about like what's actually going on here? And then I'm kind of unwilling to participate if that's how it's going to be. It's not to criticize anybody or say anything negative about anybody. It's more just me being true to what is resonating with me right now. I think that's true, Sammy. I think I can definitely see how in the past I would entertain anything. And I think we're both pretty open-minded. So it's not like we do get turned off by people very often or by a conversation. But at the same time, there's a difference between just knowing your limit and being like, I don't think this conversation is something that serves me. I think it's negative. That's something I've noticed. Like I can get really involved with negativity and I don't necessarily want to encourage that because I don't think it's good for me or them. Like we just end up in this negativity spiral. But to this idea of giving yourself the gift of being misunderstood, I think in the past and even sometimes now, I was worried if somebody came to me with gossip or something. I'd be like, oh, I don't want to seem like I like am judging them or I don't want to seem like like an uppity person. So I'll listen to what they have to say. And I think that's something I'm really trying to shed. Like I want to engage in positive conversation. I want people to come to me with positivity and excitement and deep conversation. And so I want to foster that more than fostering the negative. If that means that some people misunderstand that intention, that's okay. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah, Michelle. And it's, it's true. I mean, you're not trying to be harmful when you do these things. That's what I found with myself. 
And the question I would ask myself, you know, is this okay? Is it selfish? Am I being aloof or mean? And I'm like, I'm not trying to be any of those things. Other people might perceive that I'm behaving that way. And I'm going to give myself the gift of being misunderstood because I don't want to participate in any of those things. And I want to make space for me to create a community that aligns with me. Community is such a big part of this too. One, for example, look at our podcast. I think being able to go on a podcast and trying to really put out like a positive message, talking about things that interest us. You know, we talked about at the beginning, we're like, oh, should we talk about things like our dating life, our funny stories from those type of things, or celebrity gossip. And what we realized is like, while that might seem like fun and punchy at the beginning, we didn't want to attract that type of like negative community. Like the people who listen to our podcast, people like you are here to grow with us. And we really, really appreciate that. And I'm, I'm glad now that we didn't spend 100 episodes doubling down on things that were negative. It's true. You know, it was Oprah, right? She had said something like, keep your highest intention in mind. Oh, yeah. Oprah is the one that gave us the idea to set your intention at the beginning of every podcast. And I think that's always really helped us like ground ourselves in the message that we want to send every week, because we do have a message like we want you in this case, to be able to be your real authentic self and put out work into the world that may be imperfect, and may attract both good and positive energy. But understand that you know what, put it out there, because we support you haters gonna hate but we support you. There's actually a lot of positive energy. It's usually like one in a hundred that's negative. So we want to encourage you and encourage ourselves. It's a reminder all the time. Be authentic, be real, and you'll attract the right people. You know, I was thinking about the Oprah thing, not to go back to it. <laughs> but I actually remember she said to always keep your highest intention like in your mind or keep the highest intention as that light that your whatever creative thing follows. And if you remember... She learned this after trying to include everybody, including people who didn't want to be included, (laughs) because she was trying to have everybody understand her. And she brought the Ku Klux Klan on her podcast. Yeah, she brought these white supremacists. They like manipulated the tapes and was using that to bring their point home. And she was just like, you know what? I took this way too far. Yes. And she was kind of like, you know what? I'm always going to keep my own personal high intention as the goal. It doesn't matter if everybody understands me or everybody likes me. I'm going to do what resonates with me. Yeah. And I appreciate her for being open-minded and also, you know, testing all of those things first so that, you know, Oprah walked so that status post with Alden could run. It's so true. We're very similar to Oprah. (laughs) (laughs) Manifesting meeting Oprah always. And, you know, truthfully, when I think about my spiritual journey in particular, There's just going to be seasons where people don't get you anymore. I was thinking about the Buddha and Eckhart Tolle. Both of them, when they reached enlightenment, they got a little bit too excited. (laughs) (laughs) From the outside perspective, we would say too excited. Eckhart Tolle was then now living in a park, just wandering in bliss all day. And then we had the Buddha who was like so hyperactively excited about what he had learned that he bombarded the first person he saw with the knowledge that he gained during his enlightenment 
And they were pretty much like, bro, like, <laughs> let me just go to work. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? You seem crazy. I think it's okay. Like, at different seasons of our life, like, different people are going to be resonating with us. I agree. Actually, you know, we spoke about this earlier this week, Sammy, about how I think, you know, on my journey, especially when I had gotten off work, I really turned inward and focused a lot on what was important to me. And for me, that phase of my life was actually like really doubling down on my close relationships, but not like being okay with letting the weak ties go. And it wasn't because I didn't like those people or actually anything negative about it. It was just I needed to understand who I was first. So that I could put out my true authentic self, once again, attract the right people, and understand that I did have a lot of these hangups. Like I have a hangup about wanting to be perceived as hardworking, about wanting to be perceived as fun, do things I now realize are counterproductive to each other. (laughs) And both of those don't matter because I cared about how I was perceived, when in reality, what I actually want is to do certain things and be a certain way. So listeners, listeners, how are you allowing yourself to be misunderstood? Give yourself that gift. Let us know. What do you let people judge about you or get wrong? What do you just like know that other people are getting completely off about you and you had to learn to just let that go and let it be? And is there something where you find that you're spiraling about, oh my gosh, people are going to think this and I have to make sure I say this. Like, if there's something like that, let us know too. A lot of times I think we can identify these things in our life where we find out that we're thinking a little bit too much of the imaginary critics and it's preventing us from doing things. We want you to put out good stuff in the world. And I think we can both say that it's actually very, very rewarding because you end up worrying so much about these critics and they don't really exist. Sure they do. I don't want to say there's none, but... There's so much more of an abundance of people who are attracted to your energy. And those are the people you want to attract to your life. It's so true, Michelle. So let us know. You know how to reach us. And we look forward to hearing from you. And most importantly, be sure to join us next time as we put down the rule book and we rethink the status quo. Welcome to our after show. Welcome to our after show, Michelle. Welcome to our after show. That was me being ChatGBT. <laughs> if you're wondering what's new with status post adulting with me and Sammy, one, I've been on Twitter more trying to get more of y'all to come listen to this podcast and share my thoughts. And if you're online, especially if you have a lot of engineers <laughs> in your space, you may have heard of something called ChatGPT. GPT, my bad. Chat. Golf. Patio time. GPT. And what this is, is it's this... Oh my gosh, here I am. (laughs) Happy to explain this. (laughs) Hopefully I get it right. Uh, Something something stable diffusion. Basically, (laughs) ChatGPT is like this AI-powered bot where you can ask it questions like, can you give me a recipe for chicken curry? Or can you tell me who's the prince of Egypt? And you can actually refine your search every single time. So you might say, can you tell me who's the prince of Egypt? And they might give you a bunch of them. And then you say, can you limit it to the 1800s? And they will give you responses. So yes. Anyway, this is a very online thing, but I introduced it to Sammy, who's been very into it. I've been utilizing Chad GBT like crazy. GPT. GPT, sorry. Patio, yes. 
GPT. I've been using chat GPT like crazy. This is classic, you know, Michelle, she's up in the tech world. She brings me the knowledge and then I start utilizing it like crazy. Same thing yes. happened with Notion. Thank you, Miss Julie, as well, our cousin. Julie, thank you, yes. I love Notion. I have a whole little thing going on with it. But chat GPT, GPT is <laughs> my new <laughs> thing because you can literally ask this thing anything. Like I was writing an email and I wanted to recommend one of my friends for a job at my workplace. But I was starting the email and I was like, I was talking with my friend yesterday, blah, blah, blah. It was like, it's going to be the worst email ever. <laughs> then I went to chat GPT and I'm like, chat GPT. And then hold on a second. First, David goes, comes up to me and she's like, can you help me find chat GPT? And I was like, <laughs> what do we find it? Didn't you already use it? And then I go and I realize she's putting in chat GPT, <laughs> even though two lines underneath was the right name. <laughs> and I was like, here it is. And then she got click, 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 going. Yes. Then I like ask it to help me write this. And I'm like, okay, can you make these words sound more casual? You can ask it to like change some of the words around. This thing is so smart. She asked, she asked it to write her whole referral letter. Yeah. Well, then I went in and I edited it with content that was specific to this person. But it really made it sound so much better. And I was like, wow, ChatGPT is so smart. And I've it's been using cool. it for literally everything. I'll even be doing my own journaling. And I'm like, this is just not being conveyed in the way I want it to be conveyed. And I'm like, Chad GBT, how would you express this dissonance between your true self and the self that you want to be? And Chad GBT will be like, there are many ways to express yourself. <laughs> it was so funny. One of my friends, one of my writing friends had had Chad GBT write a foreword to the book he hasn't written. And at the end, it's like, <laughs> I have no doubt. The book that you hold in your hands is filled with knowledge to change your life. I was like, oh my gosh, get you somebody that believes in you like ChatGPT. <laughs> book don't Chat even GPT. exist. <laughs> what would you tell yourself if you're feeling down and you need to be picked up? <laughs> <laughs> so we'll link to it if you want to play around with it. I haven't used it that much, actually, Sammy. I, you know, <laughs> the thing about me is I'm paranoid about sharing my information online. So I will oftentimes not do these things, but Sammy luckily is the go-getter that doesn't hesitate. Boom, boom, boom. She sends it in there. So we can confirm it's very cool. Anyway, that's all we have to talk about today, guys. Take care. Bye.